Once upon a time. 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 Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to Dad's Read Princess Stories, the podcast where dads from around the world read stories about princesses from around the world. I am your host, RPJ, and I hope that your October is going good for you. I hope it's not too rainy, too gloomy, too hard. I know it's really hard right now out there in the world. We all know that we have to be doing our duty of wearing our masks, cleaning our hands, social distancing, and it can be hard when there's no sun. It can be hard because most of the time we get those we get those winter blues and we feel down about ourselves. And it, it's probably feeling down a little bit right now. And I know I have. I know that I personally, I deal with depression and anxiety. And so sometimes it's good just to remind ourselves that there is good in the world, that people care about us, and that everything's going to be okay. So, let's get into it, shall we? Season 2, Cinderella. As you all know, that is what is going on with this season. Cinderella-esque tales have been around since 850 AD in China. And so that's why we're doing them this season. We're going to try and read as many of them as possible. And that means you'll be hearing dads from all different backgrounds reading various versions of that tale. Now, sometimes the dad will do silly cartoon voices or sound effects. They might do little asides commenting on what's going on. It might be funny. It might not be. It might be serious. Who knows? It's really going to change with every dad and every story. And at the end, there is a moral to the tale. And each dad comes up with that on their own. So what story will we be listening to today? Today, we are listening to Maria. Now, Maria is a Cinderella tale told in the Philippines. Originally collected by Fletcher Gardner in 1903 and later published in his book in 1906 called The Journal of American Folklore. Now, Gardner speculated that the tale came to the Philippines through Spanish conquerors. And he wrote that it was said never to have been printed. And in my list of 50 or so printed tales of this kind, it is not to be found. That he searched all the native bookstores very carefully, but could get no trace. The story was taken down by usual method of listening attentively to the tale and Tagalog, and then at once written it out in English from memory, and having the story retold with the translation at hand to detect inaccuracies. In this way, he felt more sure of having the story properly told than if the teller were consistently interrupting him to copy the translation. Reading Maria is Ray Blakeney. Ray Blakeney is an award-winning Filipino entrepreneur and part-time sword fighter. He and his wife welcomed their son to the world just a few months ago after a six-year-long struggle to have children. Ray grew up being read The Lord of the Rings, The NeverEnding Story, and the Narnia series, 
as his bedtime stories and his love of reading fantasy has not died to this day. You know what's interesting about that? Those are all movies now, and so many people probably have not read those books. They just know what the movies are. Now, to pay his bills, Ray specializes in bootstrapping online businesses. He currently runs LiveLinguia.com, one of the top three language schools in the world. TweeEducate.com, that's T-W-I-D-U-C-A-T-E.com, a social network for K-12 with about 200,000 registered users, and is currently building PodcastHawk.com, a software product to help people become guests on podcasts on autopilot. If you want to contact him, the best way to do so is via the websites that were previously mentioned or his personal website, www.rayblakeney.com. We will put those links again in the actual episode description, so all you have to do is click on those and get them. Now, without further ado, please enjoy this fantastic tale, Maria. Once upon a time, in the Philippines, there lived a man and his wife who had a very beautiful daughter named Maria. Yet the man fell in love with another woman, a widow with three children of her own. He made a wicked plan. And one day, when he and his wife were on the river, on a boat, he pushed her out and she drowned. Then he married the other woman, who was as wicked as he. Things got worse for Maria, when her new stepmother moved in. She soon found herself doing the dirty work for the whole family. The only friend in the world that Maria had was her pet pig. This is why her horrible new stepmother ordered the girl to kill it one day, then clean the carcass and bring her the entrails. Though Maria pleaded for her pet's life, no mercy was shown, and she was forced to kill the pig. Now her stepmother took out the guts and gave them to Maria ordering her to the river to wash them, warning her that if she lost any of it, she would be beaten. Well, Maria did her best, but the water was deep and the current strong, and a large piece of intestines was washed right out of her hands. How the girl cried. She shivered to think what would become of her when she went home, and lamented so that an old crocodile came up out of the river and asked her, What's the matter? This is nothing, said the crocodile when she told him of her troubles. He swam after the missing piece and brought it back. And as he turned to swim away and splashed his tail, a drop of water landed on Maria's forehead, where it became a bright jewel that flashed like the sun. When Maria went home, everyone she met covered their eyes so that they could not be blinded by its brilliance. Her stepmother slapped her and covered her jewel with a handkerchief. Then she made Maria tell her how she came to have a jewel on her head. And when the woman found out, determined to send her own daughter to get a jewel as well. So the daughter went down to the river and threw a piece of meat into the water and pretended to cry. When the old crocodile surfaced, the stepsister begged, Oh, please, won't you get my meat out of the water? My mother will beat me if I come home without it. The crocodile knew she was lying, but dived down for the meat. It tossed the meat onto the riverbank, and then, with a great splash of its tail, the creature was gone. But when the girl put her hands up to feel for her jewel, she set a bell to ringing. The bell was stuck fast to her forehead, and no matter how hard she tugged, it could not be removed. 
When she got home, her mother was horrified, and all the neighbors pointed and laughed. As punishment for her stepsister's affliction, Maria was made to clean the hen house, the pigsty, the horse stall, and the privies. Then her stepmother told her to go to the river and wash off the filth. If there was so much of a spot of muck on her back, the stepmother warned, she would beat Maria to death. Poor Maria. She went to the river and rubbed and scrubbed her legs and arms, but she could not see her back. How could she risk going home? Again, she sat down and cried. And again, an animal appeared. This time, it was a great she-crab who asked the girl her trouble. And when the crab heard the story, she said, Very well, that is easily remedied. And then she gently washed the girl all over. Now, said the crab, you must eat me and take my shell home and bury it in the backyard. Something will grow up that will be very valuable to you. So Maria ate the crab, for she was hungry. Then she cleaned the shell carefully, took it home, and planted it. Quite soon, a tall grapefruit tree grew and was loaded with big yellow globes. Now, one day the stepmother told Maria that she was going to take her own daughters to church. She commanded the girl to have dinner on the table for them when they got home and said that it must be neither cold nor hot. Well, Maria knew that this was an impossible task and that she would suffer greatly when her stepmother came home no matter what she did. She was about to despair when an old woman came in. She listened while the girl told her her sorrows, then said, You go along to church, my dear. I will remain here and prepare the food. Maria thanked her and said, But what shall I wear? That's when the old woman told her to go out into the yard and pick the biggest grapefruit she could see. This Maria did, and when she had brought it inside, she cut it open. Imagine her surprise when she found garments of a princess and a little chariot with eight horses as well. So... Maria washed and changed clothes and hopped into the chariot. She decided to take the long way to church and drove right past the king's palace on her way. As she did so, a beam of sunlight glinted off her jewel and all who saw her pass quickly covered their eyes. She drove on to the church, parked her chariot and sat down in the front row. Just then, the king's son came in and sat down beside her. He saw the jewel on her forehead, but before he could speak to her, she ran away. The king sent his soldiers to find out who she was, but they could learn nothing and returned with only her little slippers which fell off as she left the church. But Maria drove home as fast as she could. The old woman helped her change back into her rags. Then she held up the grapefruit rind, and the horse and chariot leapt back in. When Maria's stepmother came home a few moments later, she could not find anything to complain about. The old woman was nowhere in sight, and the food was neither cold nor hot. The king announced that all of the young maids of the land must try on the shoe. His soldiers went here, there, and everywhere in search of little feet. Finally, they came to the house of Maria. When she saw them coming, the stepmother knocked Maria over and rolled her up in a rug. Then, with a heave and a grunt, she shoved the bundle into the rafters in the kitchen. She threatened the girl not to move. But when the king and his men entered the house and saw only the stepsisters and their big ugly feet, they grew suspicious. Where is the girl who owns these sandals? asked the king, pointing to Maria's tiny, ragged old shoes. But the stepmother would not answer, so the soldiers searched the house. One of them saw a bundle on the rafters and jabbed it with the butt of his sword. The stepmother yelled, That is only a bundle of rags. Maria cried out in pain, and the soldier pulled her down. They washed the girl's face and were astonished at her beauty. They took her to the king, and the shoe fit exactly. The king married her with great feasting and pomp, 
and they lived happily for many years. The end. The moral of the story, of course, is be kind to animals, trust in the kindness of others, keep your head up and work for a better future, and count yourself lucky if you have little feet. Well, good night. That was Ray Blakeney reading the Filipino Cinderella tale, Maria. Like we mentioned before, if you want to get a hold of Ray, you can go to rayblakeney.com or check out those other websites. They're super, super educational and very well worth your time. You can follow us at Dad's Read Princess Stories on all social medias. That's Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. And you can go to Dad's Read Princess Stories Hit the subscribe button and you can get those emails. What's going to be coming out next week or next month or every year till the end of time. That's how emails work. We have so many great episodes coming out for the end of the month. Next week, we have a very special episode. It's going to get spooky. They're going to get spooky now because of Halloween. Get ready for that story. We also have a special bonus episode coming out on Halloween about the Baba Yaga. And if you don't know about Baba Yaga, all you have to do is Google Baba Yaga and you're going to see some spooky photos. That's one spooky tale. But until then, I hope that all of you are staying healthy and staying kind to each other. I'm RPJ. Stay safe.